Some of our colleagues in China recently went to the International Consumer Products Expo in Hainan. So to catch up on that trip, we are on the line this week with our senior director in Shanghai, Melinda Xu. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Melinda Xu is our senior director in Shanghai. Melinda, it has been a while, so can you give us a bit of an update on the uh, the COVID situation in China? Sure, Ian. The life in Shanghai has largely come back to normal since June. However, COVID continues spreading in other parts of the country. A large proportion of these new cases were reported in tourist hotspots such as Hainan, Xinjiang, and Tibet. Sanya in Hainan reported thousands of cases caused by the BA5 variant since the beginning of this month, resulting in around 80,000 tourists stranded. That does not seem like a good way to spend your holidays. Exactly. People said it is very difficult to return from Hainan nowadays. Meanwhile, the eastern city of Yiwu in Zhejiang province was also put under a temporary COVID lockdown recently. The city is home to the world's largest small commodities market and is a major Chinese export base. Some worry that if not getting under control quickly, it may also impact the export of the country ahead of the Christmas season. The continued resurgence of COVID increases economic uncertainties, which in turn dampens consumer confidence and spending. Yeah, definitely not great news. Um, anyway, speaking of Hainan, how was your recent trip there? I think it was a little better than the, the tourists who have been stuck there. Yeah, so we traveled to Haikou, the capital city of Hainan, during the last week of July. Luckily, it was a, a quick trip, and we didn't go to Sanya. Otherwise, I probably had to stuck there. Even before the trip, there were already some COVID cases, and we were not sure whether we can make the trip. This shows how challenging even uh, for domestic traveling, which impacts um, many companies' business planning. Hainan was hosting its second International um, Consumer Products Expo. Um, It has been two years since China announced the future port plan. We led a member delegation and met with Hainan senior government officials. We also visited a member booth of the expo to learn what companies think about the opportunities there. And, and how was the expo this year overall? Well, overall, I think it was good. According to the Hainan government, the expo features 740 exporters from 58 countries and regions. Among American companies, over 170 brands from 36 um, U.S. companies participated in the expo. Besides international brands, more than 800 domestic companies also participated in the expo. In particular, the event emphasized the cooperation with Hong Kong, Macau, and Greater Bay Area, as the goal for the Hainan Future Port is building a world-class business environment similar to other international future ports like Hong Kong. Both Ministry of Commerce and Hainan government have emphasized 
consumption as the main driving force for the economy, and they hope the expo provides opportunities for global companies to sell into China and use Hainan as a foothold to serve global markets. However,、um, the reality is there are so many other factors that may impact consumption. So, I mean, after after two years of these expos and and kind of other developments, are, are companies looking more seriously at, at expanding in in Hainan? Well, I personally think、um, many companies see Hainan at this stage as more of a launchpad into the mainland Chinese market, and a bit hesitant about opening up large scale operations there. Instead.、Um, Companies are more than willing to import or integrate a segment of the production chain to benefit from the tax policies. But for certain sectors, we do see some great potentials there. We have seen Hainan Fruit Report has become a new luxury goods market in China. I'm actually surprised to learn that around 20% of global luxury sales revenue came from China, and Hainan accounts for 13% of the country's last year. From our conversations there, many luxury brands such as handbags, wine and spirits group, as well as beauty brands, can benefit from a tax exemption of. Seventeen percentage to thirty percentage. One company mentioned as Chinese international travel won't recover to pre-COVID、um, levels before 2023 at the earliest. Hainan is ideally placed to observe Chinese luxury duty-free demand. We also talked with a food processing company who shared. Um, they are looking at potentially setting up a factory in Hainan, which could reduce around 36% tariffs.、Um, and the precondition is they can add 30% um, extra value within the island. And interestingly, we also、um, learned from a company who is exploring pilot projects in Hainan to facilitate. More convenient、uh, personal data outbound flow, although it's a long and complicated journey to negotiate specific terms, both with、um, the cybersecurity authorities in Hainan and also in the central level to nail down the um, uh, the pilot policies there. Interesting. So, so what are some of the challenges that companies are facing if they're trying to expand in Hainan? Currently, Hainan's relatively underdeveloped infrastructure. Poses hurdles to、um, its integration with the rest of Chinese economy. The challenge for companies will be um, to um, um,、uh, access the same level of resources and support that they can enjoy in other areas of China with、uh, pre-existing FDI policies.、Um, talent is another issue. Although、um, Hainan is incentivizing high high-end talents to relocate there by tax reductions, it may still take years to attract people there and also improve the skills of the local people. 
Some companies also shared that compared to uh, foreign investment, seems the government is prioritizing many SOEs and private companies there, including uh, providing more providential policies. So my observation um, is, you know, for many companies, the current challenge is uh, um, how you can get the supportive policies when many of them are still not specific and clear. All right. Thank you very much for the roundup, Melinda. Great talking with you, Yan. Again, Melinda Xu is our Senior Director in Shanghai. China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you do like the show, please leave it a rating and a review. It does help other people to find it. And as always, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back soon.